One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. All is good in the world. All the updates have been brought in. Lockout's lifted. We see Arrow with his extra four points. He got Grant with his extra three Maxi King got his two tackle breaks that a few people were um, stressing about. So we'll have to give NRL Fantasy props when they're due. Obviously, it would be nice to throw updated straight away. It was just strange that that first game wasn't updated and the rest were. I actually didn't think it was going to get updated. So thank you to the guys at NRL Fantasy HQ for doing that. And here we are for our last two games of the week, the Sunday games, the Knights v. the Tigers. And the Knights are a very strong side. It's actually incredible. The Tigers aren't very good at all, let's be honest. Um... Gee, it's frustrating. If you're a Tigers fan, it's frustrating seeing, like, I, I, I like that we're going to point him out here. Ken Mamalo goes real hard into, into catching these bombs and stuff like that, but he's he's not that great in the air. And he got, like, half the time you should just wait and, and just let it, you know, catch it in, you know, not jump in the air and catch it. A lot of times he just launches himself into it. And the majority of the time he drops it and it just puts the, the Tigers in a lot of pressure. That happened a bunch of times last night. Obviously, they got a little bit lucky with the Clifford try at the start. Um, yeah, Gagai has been incredible as well, and Frizzell on that on that right hand side. So, um, and then you got Bradman Best, you know, playing some good footy as well. So, plenty of firepower in, in this side, and you've got Kurt Mann as the link man, and um, Clooney's just you know directing him around the park. And they're having a really really good start to the year, and I can see it actually, um, you know, continuing to happen. You got Daniel Saifidi to come back, Ponga to come back as well. So, if if you're someone that uh, was interested in Gags. Pre-season and I pushed you away from him. I'm very, very sorry, but we just didn't expect the Knights to be this good, to be honest. And Gags, what he does, you know, this is he's, how he plays for the Knights is how he plays for Queensland. He just dominates and give him early ball and he and he does his thing. He's obviously a great player, but just didn't expect them to be as good. So you know, an average of 75 over the top two games has has been incredible and just doing everything across the park. So well done if you um picked him up and he's up to 675 now which is very, very, very high for a centre-wing fullback. So I wouldn't be looking to pick him up, but he's been awesome if you have. And he's owned by 5%, which is really, really strong. So well done to you guys who picked him up. All right, Frizz, another 64. So again, another top gun, guys. He's going to average around that 60 mark for the season. He's obviously scored a couple of tries as well. So 
that's not going to happen every week. But yeah, awesome. You know, if they're, if they're attacking, he's getting big meters and, and tackle breaks, offloads and tries. So what well on to him. Clifford, if you started with him, you got a couple of tries in the first two games. Obviously, their dominant playmaker, kicking goals as well. If they keep winning, he's going to keep scoring well. If you didn't pick him up at the start, I think it's probably a bit too tough to pick him up now at 582. He has to average over 50 to be worth bringing in uh, for the rest of the year. And will he do that? Will he keep scoring tries? I'm not exactly sure. Will the Knights continue to play well? Who knows as well. There's a few too many question marks for me on Cliff. But yeah, awesome, awesome start for him. Lucy Leilua, so back to a 50, which is good. This is about where he you know, would average for the majority of the year with a few games up and a few games down. So this is much better for him. In a, in a Tigers team that played pretty poorly and you know, most of their guys scored poorly, which we'll get to in a second. You know, most of the guys in this top echelon here are from the Knights, which is fair enough. But 41 tackles with a line break assist. Just, again, no tackle breaks and offloads, really, apart from the one. Uh, so you can see that having a bit of an uptick if they play a little bit better as well. Uh, but a lot of teams are going to be covering him pretty uh, handily just for the fact that he's one of their biggest attacking weapons. Simkin was much better. So if you held on to him, which I'd suggested, yeah, just because there's not really too many options in that position there. And if you've got him and uh, Randall, it's probably better to have that cover. But he was much better if you decided to play him. Well done with 48. You'll take that for sure. Twali, you keep losing a little bit of cash. He will for a little bit until he picks up his scoring. But uh, in, in these types of minutes, you'd hope that he'd be averaging over 50, and he hasn't yet. Randall with 45, and he's 68 minutes, so that's kind of the minutes we're thinking for him, about that 65 mark. 29 tackles, actually kicked out a dummy half once, which was cool. A little bit of running and a turnover tackle. Just no negatives for him, which was cool. We'll take his 45 and that extra 43 in price rises. So well done if you started with him. He's got plenty more cash to make with a nice 52 average to start. Leo Thompson, we get a little bit of a, a little bit of a price rise out of him, which is nice. So didn't move at all last week with his low score, and then twenty nine k in price rises with a forty five in his thirty eight minutes. So I probably wouldn't expect him to get that many minutes from here on. They did lose Fitzgibbon early, which just um, which changed their rotation, and they also had three rookies or three young fellas on the bench. So you know Leo was the one to get bigger minutes, which probably means he's going to keep his spot when Clemmer comes back. Saifidi. These types of guys, um, Brody Jones, when he comes back as well. But he'll probably get less than a minute. So I wouldn't expect anywhere in the mid-30s to 40s every game, but that was a nice bump if you own him. Just um, a pretty perfect game with three offloads, a couple of tackle breaks, and 26 tackles. So well done to him. He actually looked pretty solid. And yeah, Croker was the other guy. Again, These the middle forwards coming off the bench both scored perfectly. So 43 for him, but I, I wouldn't see. I don't think I'll see him much on the, um, on the bench coming, uh, going, going on from here. Clooney, if you started with him, he's made 28K, 237s. He was solid, a couple of tries. He's just doing a little bit of everything, actually running the ball a fair bit, which is cool. Hayes, six rounds for 200 metres and only got 36. So he's probably someone I'd be looking to move on with. Tigers not looking to be a very good squad, if I'm honest. Um, at 435K, is a bunch of good options that you could go to. Tommy Young had a, has had a nice start, man. I, I wouldn't have expected that. Yeah, another try, obviously. Once his tries dry up, he should... Um, Reduce his scoring a little bit. Expecting to be a little bit more like a little bit more like Saab this year. If Knights are playing pretty well, he's going to get a bunch of tries and score okay. But a four thirty nine k, you don't want to pick him up at this point. Dane Laurie's had a bit of a tough start. If I'm honest, uh, he'll probably lose a little bit of cash going over the next few weeks, but um, might be building up from there. Barnett, with the news of Fitzgibbon being out with an MCL injury, thank God it was MCL, not not ACL. Barnett should get some big minutes on the edge, but that was a pretty low game for him to be honest. He um, should improve from that, but he's got a little bit of cash to lose before we think of uh, that at all. 
Fitzgibbons, yeah, the injury to him, obviously he has had a great start to the year, but you're going to have to move him on. If you own him, Roberts had an all right game, being hobbled the whole game. Curdy Mann's the one we've got to talk about, and he had a bit of a, a negative game in his 61 minutes. So this PPM is very, very low for him. If, if you look at a lot of his scores, he in, in big minute rolls through the middle uh, or on uh, in a number six role, he... Um, He'd obviously, he would run the ball a fair bit. He'd get some tackle breaks. He'd get some offloads. But he's not someone that would have a bunch of missed tackles like, like he did. So it's two missed tackles with two penalties. And that just really hurts him there. The 29 tackles is not enough. But you know, the reason he's not getting that many is because they're not defending too much. So once they start playing some better teams or have some better contests, he should increase his tackling amount. And a lot of people are saying, oh, I'm not happy with his running game. The 78 meters is okay. Like if we can get him up to maybe 100, 110, then you have a bit more chance for offloads and tackle breaks. Or, you know, he's someone that looks pretty dangerous when he when he goes to the line. So, yes, he's uses, he's getting his hands on the ball a lot. And a lot of people are like, please just run. But remember, if he's if he's playing a hooking role, he's not going to run that much anyway. And, you know, in the 13 compared to 9, the tackling isn't too different. So... If uh, if they're having a closer a closer contest with less points against a better side, he's going to get around that forty tackles, and he should be getting up towards that 45, 50 points in that sixty one minutes, for example. So, I wouldn't be stressing too much about Curdy. Obviously, would have liked a better start from him, um, averaging more than thirty seven and a half. But yeah, it's a tough game for him on the weekend, and and we'll um, pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off, and get back out there. Uh, Best was okay with a try, but again, not an option at this point at four sixty. Biggest one here is Stefano. So 38 minutes. It was a very interesting one that they brought him on. They only brought him on for about 15 minutes in his second stint before taking him off again. And this may have been something to you know to do with them getting smashed. But you know, only 44 run meters was terrible, and most of their forwards were, were bad. I think Offen Gowie was there um, at one point near the end of the game. Was their highest running forward. Yes, end up with Musgrave. Musgrove, sorry, with um 73. So middle forwards didn't get much ball in this one and you know they were defending a fair bit but a lot of time with the ball out of play with the score you know being 26 to 4. So very annoying for Stefano and if you're looking to trade him out I can understand why. You know, he's only at, he's at that 540 42 mark which he hasn't he's only lost 15k so far and if you don't think he's going to be a keeper then that's okay but I also think you can give him another week as well. I, I don't think he's going to be that bad again. 27 is pretty tough. I, I did expect him to get somewhere between the 45 and 50 mark this week, which didn't end up happening. But yeah, I definitely think you can, you're, I'm okay if you want to trade him out. But remember, we have a lot of injuries and a lot of suspensions and stuff to, to deal with. So you can also hold him as well. Brooksy with 26 wasn't good enough this week. But again, it's going to happen in this kind of game. Texi, sexy Texi, we won't say too much about him just because he's not really relevant. Uh, Tualangi. This one here was a, a tough one, really. Yeah, four missed tackles, only 46 metres. They didn't really use him, but again, not many running metres from any of the forwards, which was annoying. When you look at Peachy down there with six points, he obviously played a fair bit in the centres, but just didn't get much ball. They didn't get to run the ball enough, which, you know, he did have one offload in there, but four missed tackles and 18 tackles only across 51 minutes is tough, and that minutes is, is a bit of a worry. I wouldn't be looking to trade him out, but I'd be tempted if you have enough players. Like if Schneider comes back, I'd be looking to start him over Tui. I just think he's a little bit safer. At this stage, and um, we can work it out from there. He has made 22K, so he hasn't had a poor start with that 38 in round one. But he's someone that we'll, um, we'll just put on the caution list at this stage. He's just a bit too cheap to even trade to anyone anyway. Like if you went to go him to Josh King, for example, an extra 30K, I think it is. I just feel like it's a little bit sideways when, when Tui could come out and 
and, and score a try, for example. So that is that game. Let me know your thoughts on the Knights and the Tigers this week. Chuck it in the comments, guys. And if you are new here, please uh, subscribe to the channel. I'd appreciate that. Uh, a lot of you guys are missing certain videos and stuff and, and, and then asking comments in, you know, in the comments section. Uh, usually I've answered those questions. So if you can watch most of the you know, majority of the videos, that would be, um, I think that'll be helpful for you, but also just to get those questions answered. All right, Dogs and the Broncos. This is actually a really fun game to watch. Let me know you, what you guys thought of this one. It was actually pretty exciting, probably for the fact that we all had a bunch of players in it, I suppose, but just the um, just the game and how close it was at the end. Like it was a much better game than anyone would have thought. Like looking back to last year, you would have been like, "Oh, this game's going to be a bludger of a game," especially you know last game of the round, like the Cowboys and Dogs one was. But this one was actually a bit of fun and and led by um, Herbie Farnworth, who had an awesome game, two hundred sixty-two meters, a couple of tries, um, and a couple of turnover tackles. He was awesome, and he's always going to be around that you know mid forties average and a decent price. So there's not really much value in Herbie, but just a great game for him. Matty, we are. Well, I told everyone to to hold off on trading him. He, he had thirty nine in base last week, and then this week he gets the five tackle break, couple offloads, you know, twenty three in base there in the in the kick meters and the meters gained. Get a couple of forced dropouts, a couple of kick defusals with those. He's got sharp hands. Hey, those, I don't know why they kept trying to kick past him. That was silly. Anyway, a line break, one goal, line break assist. You can see he just covers everywhere on the, on that list, and he still didn't even have a try assist or a try. Um, and had a, a pretty much, sorry, had a try disallowed where he got held up in the end. So there's always going to be some upside with Matty. And most people are going to want to get him at some point, whether it's in the center or in the half. You know, if, to have someone like this that, you can, that can score in so many different avenues in your center position is just absolute gold at the moment. When you've got only really Isaac Tongo that, um, that is scoring super in the centers, uh, apart from any that they're more expensive guys, then, then having Burton in there or in the halves is just absolute gold at the moment with those positions being a little bit of a tough one to select. Anyway, Jeremy Marshall-Kings had a, a nice start to the season, so obviously a bit higher this game with a try, so he was um, he was really good, but the 61 minutes is a bit of an issue if you're looking to pick up a keeper in that position. Payne Haas, so we had 58 points from him, and, and that was a solid game without being spectacular, so pretty much just on, you know, pretty much a point a minute there, just under. The lack of offloads in this one dropped his points uh, a little bit there. And a couple of less tackles. So, you know, four tackle breaks, four offloads last week. So that's, you know, 12 points potentially that's left on the table. And anyway, he's going to be a, a cracking captaincy option here on in. And then you look to someone like Tavita Pangai. Had a bit of, had it out for um, Payne in that game, actually, which was interesting. Did only make the 12 tackles, but I reckon most of them were on Payne Haas. 56 and 50 minutes. He had a lot of stints on and off the field. So he's not going to be playing a lot through, a lot on the edge. He's going to be playing a little bit in the middle, a little bit on the edge and just having a bunch of different stints, and, and he just looks to offload at all times. So that four points in offload is going to be really cool for him. And you can see you know, a lot of scores like this, but then he had you know, pretty much his first tackle of the game. He came in and just threw the arm out and um, hit one of the boys in the I think it might have been Payne Ass in the head, um, for example, and then had some late contact on the kicker as well. So, yeah, always a chance of getting suspended. But while he's playing, he's going he's gonna to do really well, uh, average somewhere in the mid-50s for sure. Maxi King, can we think about captain and him? He is incredible to watch. You know, just building up those points. You know, every like couple of minute almost, it's it's going. Um, you know, with three offloads, a couple of turnover tackles in there, the tackle breaks, the tackles. Yeah, you know, only twenty five tackles this week compared to the forty last week. So if they're an attack, he's running the ball well, getting offloads, tackle breaks, and then if they're defending, he's tackling hard. So 
he's incredible. And if he can get a starting spot at some point and start his minutes, then he could almost be captaincy option because that's incredible the way he plays the game. Obviously, he's on for a shorter period of time, so PPM is going to be a little bit higher than if he had a longer stint, but he is awesome and you should be playing him every week for sure. Dufty had a much better game. Corey Waddell was really targeting the um, uh, Reynolds, for example, and, and he uh, did a good job of that. Reynolds was solid, 47 points. Obviously, the majority of the kick meters and some decent tackling in his first game back, so that was good for him. A couple of goals, no try assists at this stage, not running the ball too much, but still a 47 and makes a tiny bit of cash. So well done to A. Reynolds in his first game, getting a, a nice win for the Broncos. Hetherington had a better fantasy scoring game, but I still can't I still can't think entertain him as an option, even though a lot of people might start thinking about him. Uh, just had a pretty you know, pretty great game, apart from uh, that one weird error uh, when they'll kick they kicked the dropout and he dropped it over the line, he was blowing up. I just yeah, I can't deal with him personally. <laughs> Carrigan, a bunch of people were talking about as well, but the forty four in his fifty eight minutes this time, so not uh, not as many tacking stats and and the base was a little bit lower, which you could see with Payne Haas as well. Uh, yeah, a lot of people are asking, is he a pickup? And, and yeah, just at the price point, he's not, because he has to average over 50, which he hasn't done in those two games so far. All right, Adokar was better, but he's too expensive. Braden Burns with a try, Oates with a try. I went for Cobbo in my multi, and that killed me. Um, but uh, yeah, I couldn't pick Oates. I couldn't pick Oates. <laughs> Uh, Jackson with another low game, and what does this mean? It's really strange. 51 minutes is a real worry here. You want him to be playing 70 to 80 for to be worth it in your side. And he could, if he actually starts to continue playing 50 to 55 minutes, then he could start hemorrhaging cash because that's a, a bit of a pain there at this stage with um with Joshy. So we'll have a look at his stats there, and you know 64 minutes in that first one was a bit better. And a lot more tackles. Just not running the ball as much as he was at the back end of last year. If you look at that, he was he was way over 100 metres and getting close to 50 tackles as his base of sort of 55 there. So not enough for him at the moment, which is a bit of a worry, unfortunately. And yeah, if you were if you think that this is going to continue and if the minutes is, is looking that way, like and you've got Thompson playing 50-odd, you know, even Vaughan playing low minutes, but Hetherington on, Hetherington on an edge playing 80. You've got Waddell on the other edge um, playing 80 as well. It doesn't leave you know a lot for those guys. When you got Beyond uh, Beyond Yodi covering for Marshall King, you got Pango playing some big minutes as well. Maybe he doesn't play as many this year, which is very interesting and, and could be a worry if you have him in your squad. Terps with a lower game. I don't think many have him, do they? Yeah, 1.8%. How many people have Jackson? So 1.5. So not a lot, but definitely something to worry about. Lukey Thompson, he's owned by 1.2, but yeah, 33 and he's 51, so it's not much happening for him. Compared to last week, we had a real dominant performance, a high 50s. Stags there, if you own him, it's a bit of a worry how much ball he got. He only ran the ball like four, four or five times. One was a really good run, but they just weren't getting, him out, getting it out to him, which was a pain. And then we looked to Hetherington, and he had a really good outing. You know, 30 tackles in 34 minutes, being super busy with 72 run meters as well. Just a couple of demerits there. So he, he should become an option over the next few weeks. If he gets into a starting side, I think he's going to get 50 minutes and you can probably expect a, a 40 to 42 average out of him with some with that nice PPM. I'd probably expect it around the 0. 0.8, 0. 0.9. And you know, currently that 33 in 34 minutes was really, really good to see. Uh, made 8K and it, it's going to cover the hooker or mid position for you. So I think you can almost play him week to week now. It was good to get that week back for him after COVID, for example, for him and Reynolds. And I think he'll increase his minutes from there. But he just played the... What do you play... Sort of first part of that 
second half and went off right at the end, I believe. So, yeah, a good game for him. And Billy Walters looked really solid. Does anyone else think he's really cemented the number 14 or 17 jersey um, for their side? He made a line break, five tackle breaks, 16 tackles for two misses, a kick out of, um, you know, a kick in general play, and then, a, and then a few runs, which is really good. 32 and he's 25. So he'll make some good cash still. He made 41K hitting a 32. And he'll, he'll make a fair bit more if he can average around that 25 to 30 over the next bunch of weeks with 25 minutes. I'd probably expect him somewhere between the 20 to 25, actually. But he's got a little bit of cash to make. And if there's an injury early in the game, for example, he could come on. If it's injury in the halves, he'll play halves. Injury hooker, he'll play hooker. Um, and then depending on where the injuries are across the field, then maybe it's a second, uh, sorry, a center goes down. Maybe you can, one of the second rowers can move into the centers. They can move a, one of their back rowers into the edge and he could play middle as well. So very interesting for Walters. I'd be holding steady with him for a while just because opportunities do pop up across the year. Avrilos can keep losing cash. Cobo was definitely not a good option on the wing. Uh, beyond Diodi, if he gets a spot at some point, he's going to be great. His PPM's awesome. Uh, Albert Kelly will drop down a fair bit too next to Reynolds, which we thought with just the you know no kick meters there at all. Um, but a nice uh, try saver at the end there. And TC Rabadi's going to lose plenty of cash. And he, if he gets a starting spot at some point or a, a good spot in the rotation, he'll end up being a decent option as well. And there you go. That's the two games, guys. And I hope um, you guys are all excited for my next video. One of my teams is doing super well. Probably not the one I wanted to do really well in the overall ranks but um we'll go through that later tonight when we drop that teams video but um yeah plenty to talk about in that as to potential trades and if we're going to be holding and, and what to do from there but i hope you really enjoyed this video guys and we'll catch you in that next one see you later hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of non-stop hydration for silky smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.